Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. You'll have to forgive me this morning, everybody. You'll have to give me a little bit of uh, grace. You'll have to help me out here a little bit. I'm a little angry. I'm a little cranky. And I think you are too. If my math is right, you are too. And if you're not, you should be. We're going to talk about the uh, presser that Dr. Brent Rusin had yesterday. Believe me when I tell you, if you woke up and you thought, I'm having a good morning, I'm going to ruin it for you. (laughs) Not necessarily me, but Dr. Brent Rusin in particular, after some comments that he made yesterday. Yeah, I'm also feeling a little fired up myself. It's really really not going to make you happy. It's really not. And if it does make you happy, then we we need to talk. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having an open conversation. I'm going to play the clip for you here. Uh, Just as we start the show, we'll play a couple tunes. I'm going to play the clip for you. I'm going to play it all the way through, unedited. It's a little lengthy. It's just over two minutes, but it's something you need to hear. If you've been under lockdown, if you haven't been able to work, if you haven't been able to go visit family members, if you haven't been able to go visit a family member who's in a nursing home, if you haven't been able to do any of these things, then you need to listen to this clip. Okay? Been in this crap for over a year now, or close to a year. Very close to a year. We're going to play it for you here momentarily. And then we're going to have a discussion about it. We're going to have a very open discussion because somebody needs to explain to me why this is okay. All right. There you go. What a way to start a show, huh? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, yeah. We're in for a good one today. Also coming up on the show today, we got a $20 gift card to Frank's Pizza coming up. Music news you can use features some Billie Eilish. And we'll get to the usual things that we do. Wait, what? We'll get to the what's trending. All that kind of stuff. My name's Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane here. Tyler Carr back tomorrow. Wheeler in the Morning, Energy 106. Wheeler in the Morning. Let's do it! Okay, so here's the Earth. That's a nice Earth, you might say. Wrong. What am I over? Why are you from Steinbeck all of a sudden? Have you never heard that clip before? No. Oh, I'm going to have to play it for you. It's uh, brilliant. Okay. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, anyone who watches YouTube will be familiar with that one. Um, That's weird because I watch a lot of YouTube and I am not at all familiar. Well, you, you don't know. I'm sure you're not familiar. My goal in life is to finish the Internet. I'm try- I, try- I treat the internet like a video game. I'm just trying to get to the end. There's a bunch okay. of side missions I'm working on right now, but I'm going to get to the end of the internet eventually. Okay. Are, uh, you, are you one of those guys where when you watch like a cat video, you'll just keep watching the suggested next videos? No, goodness, no. I turn okay. autoplay off. I turn autoplay <laughs> off. But I, am, but I am working on it. Uh, okay, here's the deal. Yesterday afternoon, 1230, Dr. Brent Rusin jumps on the podium early as he's like hey listen we're gonna talk friday but uh, just to give you an indication of what's going on and he has this big you know three weeks blah 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 blah, blah, blah. then he gets the question period their phones aren't working so they uh they have their guy answering or reading the questions out in public and uh this one comes in from joe i'm assuming it's joe scarpelli from global i'm assuming it's joe scarpelli because he just says joe anyways i'm gonna play the clip here at length okay i'm gonna play it at length full and then we're going to take your phone calls live after 7 o'clock for the loud line. All right? So you can call the, you can call the loud line, but I'm probably not going to get to it because our phone lines are, are under technical duress right now. So we'll take some live phone calls at 7 o'clock. But I want you to listen to this. I'm going to play the full clip, 2 minutes, 27 seconds. I have not edited it. I have not compressed it. I have not cut out breaths, anything. This is the exact clip from yesterday. You ready? You ready, Jasmine Lane? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hold on, Our hold on. Sweat. Sorry. That's okay. We just take a deep breath Yeah, first. take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <sighs> okay, now I'm ready. All right, here we go. Our next set of questions comes from Joe at Global News. 
The city of Winnipeg has been operating its in-house gyms exclusively for employees during the level red. The city says it got permission to do so from the province. Can you confirm the city was given permission and why? So we weren't given, you know, specific permission. Our public health orders don't apply to any levels of government. So they don't apply to federal, uh, provincial, or municipal governments. So, um, uh, you know, so I, I'm aware of uh, health inspectors um, uh, had visited um, some of these gyms and, and found them uh, safe. Um, but the real issue, they weren't given a, a you know, a, an exemption outside of the order. The order itself doesn't apply to governments. I hope you heard that. What right, everybody? Second question. So why can't small apartments or condo or family gyms operate following the same guidelines used by the city? Well, this is the same thing about how, how quickly we open things up, right? It, it always uh, comes down to this. So we, uh, uh, we expect governments to be able to regulate, and, uh, and so we're not going to uh, tell governments how they, they function. Um, and so uh, if, uh, uh, you know, they feel that they could have a limited uh, capacity and run these uh, uh, gyms for, uh, you know, for their employees for certain reasons, then we're not regulating that. Uh, when we open it up to the, the public, then it uh, becomes many, many more Manitobans involved in it, many, many more centres. And so it's, uh, again, we're, we're getting back to where we were in October and November. Um, we we uh, constantly hear um, from... Uh, you know, from Manitobans, uh, from from businesses, about how how safe their operation is, and I certainly don't doubt uh, their efforts and and the protocols they have. It's just that where were we in October, November? Everyone was doing their best. Everyone was committed, um, but despite that, we saw that dramatic climb in our numbers. And so we're doing this cautiously. Um, this here is a you know a specific situation, but um, we, we our orders right from the very first public health order we've uh, we wrote uh, does not apply to governments. I hope everyone heard that. I just re because I've listened to this clip already, and I just realized something more that he said. And here's a here's one of the issues at times when you're doing an interview. Here's some little radio knowledge for you. When you're doing an interview, the longer that you give somebody to talk, the more likely they are to contradict themselves or to misspeak or something like that. But so he said in there, look at what we had back in October. Everybody was doing their best, but we still saw a spike. So I'm like, okay, so what are you saying then that things are going to be closed forever? Because no matter how good we do as a community, how well we follow the guidelines that you're putting out, there's nothing we can do to limit the spread. So uh, what hope does that give other businesses that still are not allowed to be open? What hope does that give gyms that even though they're doing everything that they can, there was still a spike? So tough. Well, not only that, but everyone is doing their part oh except for the gyms yeah. that we are allowed to open for government officials and government because because we don't do you remember when we told you remember when we told you that health orders supersede anything else mm -hmm. uh, we met except for government officials they can do whatever yeah, they want it's very want. interesting how that was always uh, something in the background that I, like i i was even reading through past health orders and not once in any of those articles does it say that ever 
Listen, uh, I, I could sit here and give you all the uh, superlatives in my mind, like uh, Brian Pallister sitting up on stage uh, with uh, big crocodile tears in his eyes going, we're all in this together, and we've been pounding it hard right from the start. Well, apparently we weren't all in it together. Were we, Mr. Pallister? Apparently we weren't. I, I could sit here and complain about it the whole time. Here's what I'm going to ask for instead. I want somebody to phone up anybody who uh, phoned up this show over the past five months and said, Dave Wheeler, you're a horrible person because you're you're saying your opinion. Uh, where's your PhD, Dave Wheeler? Why are you allowed to have an opinion on this? Phone up, again, phone up this show after 7 o'clock when we do the loud line. You're more than welcome to phone up. Explain to me why that's okay. Explain to me why that is acceptable. Explain to me why the past year of all of our lives has been completely wasted. Unless, of course, you work in a position of power. Right. Explain to me why that's okay. Explain to me why now the pandemic is all about class. Explain to me that. That's all. Do that. If you can explain that to me, then maybe I won't be as cranky. But I need someone to explain to me why what Dr. Brent Rusin said in that is okay. Because in my books, it's not not from the beginning, not to the end. Nothing about mm-hmm. that is right. But at this point, it's just an opinion. And I encourage anybody to phone up. Phone up after 7 o'clock during the loud line. You're more than welcome to try and change my mind on this. More than happy to have my mind open. Please explain to me why this is acceptable. That's all. We'll take a break. we got Wait What coming up here. Jasmine Lane told me off the air. She's like, oh, i got some good stories for Wait What. Got some good stories. I sure do. So the pressure's on now, they girl. They might cheer you up a little bit, I hope Wheels. So. They're kind of funny. I really hope so. we got music news you can use coming up here in the next 20 minutes. It's hour one of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Energy 106, all the hits of the weekend and save your tears, which um, I'm sure he's not after finding out he got snubbed at the Grammys. But he will be performing at the Super Bowl. Hey. I'm curious to see how they do it. Are they having a live audience? Well, it's in Tampa. It's in Tampa Bay, which is in Florida. And as you know, uh, Florida, Florida don't care. Yeah, no, not at all. Honey Badger don't give a crap, and neither does Florida. I have a girlfriend who moved to Florida actually just a couple months ago. She really? loves it. Oh, I bet. Having the time of her life right now. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. So it's in Tampa Bay, and they have had fans there during the pandemic. Even uh, Kansas City, Missouri had 16,000 fans. I was just going to say, actually, like with the size of that stadium, even if they had limited capacity, that's still mm. a lot of people. So Absolutely. I'm sure it'll be kind of business as usual in many ways. I don't think they'll they'll fill the joint. No, no. I think it'll maybe maybe a third full or a quarter full somewhere in around there. But anyways, the weekend will be performing. I'm curious to see how they do it because they probably will have a lot more room for camera angles and that kind of stuff. But yeah. Weekend performing at the Super Bowl. Of course, the uh, conference championships coming up this weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. Uh, another big fight coming up this weekend. Uh, and, of course, Conor McGregor being Conor McGregor. Can't uh, can't get through a fight without having a little bit of controversy. I'll tell you about what that is coming up here in the sports feed momentarily. First, we'll do this. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. This is something that I think we could all benefit from. A little bit more honesty, mm-hmm. specifically from restaurants. There is a Chinese restaurant in Montreal that has gone viral online. It's called Aunt Dies, uh, at, or Aunt Days, maybe is how it's pronounced. Aunt Dies, that sounds dark. I feel like that's probably not it. Um, <laughs> but uh, basically, on their menu, they have descriptions of each of the food items. So, like, you know, if you were to get, like, Szechuan chicken, it would tell you what Szechuan chicken is. However... On this menu, these descriptions are written by the restaurant owner. So as an example, under the orange beef, 
description. It says, comparing to our general Tao chicken, this one is not that good. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food, so it's your call. <laughs> and uh, then there's another one. It's this is a new menu, a new menu item. It's their satay uh, sauce that they have, and it's their beef one. It says, this is new on our menu. I did not have a chance to try this one yet. According to a lot of customers, it's very good. I still don't have a chance to taste it, though. It looks like I should spend more time eating at my own restaurant. But so he has things like this under every single item. I love that. Of his own personal opinion of what he thinks. And it is brutally honest. Like, there are some items that literally say, like, yeah, this one isn't that good. I'd probably pick this other option instead. I don't know why we still serve this. Like, it's just hilarious. That's creative. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Bad Manners Kitchen, which used to be a thug kitchen. They are a a vegan uh, recipe, online recipe book. And, of course, I've been using it a lot because it's veganuary. But they are very much the same. They're like... Saute the crap out of that until you see it. Like it's it, it's very funny and very honest. I love and that. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice change up from the fold two eggs twice and stir. It's nice having a little <laughs> bit of a little bit of commentary, making in there. it a little bit uh, more human. Mm-hmm. I appreciate now, that. Now, not not going fully honest though, to the point where like uh, the cook we had that created this dish uh, was uh, pretty mangy and had hairy <laughs> knuckles. And if you find hair in your in your Szechuan. Sesh- it's because of him. Yeah. Cook may or may not have sneezed. <laughs> it gives it a special tang. So if you taste that, please send it back to the kitchen. <laughs> anyway, this uh, there's a tweet of this, and it's been shared over 66,000 times wow. since Sunday. So <laughs> it's really, really blowing up. Well, now I, I want en- Chinese food. I, en- I know, same. I encourage every restaurant, just start doing this more because it's hilarious. Yeah, not a bad one. Why not? I'm Jasmine Lane. That's Wait What? It is 624. Energy 106. This is the Newsfeed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. The Bachelor split. None of us were expecting more details on that after this. One of the survivors of the god-awful humbled bus crash, Caleb Dahlgreen, has written a memoir titled Crossroads. It's a story of tragedy and resilience. Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande has reached 4 billion streams on Spotify, making Ari the first female artist on the platform to hit the billion mark, which is uh, very cool. Speaking of billions, I've got a story in music news coming up about a guy who hit 50 billion. Oof, that's yeah. a lot. I know. Oh my goodness. I know. As the Sippy Ski Area and Resort confirmed on Monday that it will be closed for two weeks after a staff member tested positive for the virus. I was reading some things about this one, and it sounds too like even though a staff member tested positive, they are a little upset that they were not forced to close. Um, they're doing it voluntarily, but they were kind of like, well, what the heck? Why, why didn't you force us to close when we had like a bit of a spread here? What? So I don't know. Either way, you cannot go to Mississippi for the next two weeks. Only two months after her season shook Bachelor Nation and said, I do, on national television, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss have decided to go their separate ways. Surprise, and, surprise. Yeah, there was a lot of speculation. Wait, you're telling me a TV romance <laughs> show didn't work out? What? But don't you remember? So Claire and Dale, she was only on the show for like three or four episodes or something. And then she found him right away and immediately wanted to be with him. And then they brought in a new bachelor, bachelorette, sorry, to uh, to be with the rest of the guys. It just seems like such a mess. Like, I, 
my heart goes out because I'm like that that really sucks like you really really felt good about it but then at the end of the day it's like well you only spent like four hours with this guy and then he went home and now you have to quarantine with him so good luck yeah <laughs> Josh Morrissey scored to tie it with 117 left to play in the third and the Nikolai Ehlers scored in overtime as the Winnipeg Jets twice rallied from a two-goal deficit en route to a 4-3 win over the Ottawa Senators last night. Ehlers scored moments after Winnipeg goalie Laurent Brassois made a nice stop in the extra frame. Jets back at it again tomorrow night against the Senators once again. Sid Crosby scored 111 into overtime, lifting the Penguins to a victory over the Caps for the second straight game 5-4 final. Jersey beat the Rangers, Florida edged Chicago in OT, the Wings got past the Jackets in overtime, and Nathan McKinnon got his 500th career point in Colorado's win over the Kings. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patty Mahomes cleared, quote, some big steps, but remains in the NFL's concussion protocol. Let me break this down for you. Sunday, Cleveland, Kansas City, playing in Missouri, okay? 16,000 fans in a 52,000 capacity uh, stadium. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes goes down with a concussion. Doesn't know where he is. Like, he's wobbly legs, and I don't think he even knows where he is by the time he gets to the tunnel, all right? So Chad Henney goes in. They win the game, and everyone's thinking, oh, boy, Pat Mahomes, NFL protocol. Like, he's probably not going to be able to play on Sunday because he's, it's very evident that he got, got a concussion. Yeah. NFL has been huge on this whole player safety, player safety, concussion 10, concussion protocol, doctors, doctors, doctors. We care, we care, we care. Really curious to see if they rush Pat Mahomes back or not. Hmm. If he, if, don't get me wrong, I love Pat Mahomes. I think he's one of the most exciting quarterbacks in the league. But if they rush him back, this will be proof that the NFL just really does not care yeah. whatsoever about player safety. But of course, when they do it, if they do it, I should say, it'll be, he'll probably make a statement oh no, everything's fine, everything's fine. But that's the thing about concussion protocol. Is that you don't leave it down to the player. Yeah. You have to go through at least... It's kind of like this whole quarantine. It's like, no, no, no. There's no questions asked. Two weeks, period. Because if you knock your head again, you could die. Even think of Aaron Hernandez, who uh, he was in the NFL, and he had multiple concussions, and they went untreated, and he ended up killing somebody because his brain was so messed up. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, sure. That's the closest thing to sports that I know that I can compare to, okay? I watched the Netflix doc. Did you watch it? I did, It was a good one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Tiger Woods revealed yesterday that he recently underwent surgery on his back to relieve pain from a pinched nerve and will miss two months, at least two months on the PGA Tour. He hopes to return for the Masters in April. Ahead of his rematch Saturday night against Dustin Poirier, the notorious Conor McGregor is facing a multi-million dollar lawsuit for alleged personal injury. No charges have been brought against McGregor, and McGregor has denied any wrongdoing. This is going on in the Irish courts right now. It's a woman Hmm. and her mother. And her mother. Oh. So it it doesn't say what happened. It just says that he's on the docket as the defendant. Oh, Connor. Fighting in the ring, fighting outside of the ring. Nothing has changed. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is from back (laughs) in 2018. I'm more mature. Oh, okay. This This, is older. This is like from three years ago. But that sports, 635. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. Here we go. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For January 20th, 2021. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hope that sometimes I won't. Drake has become the first artist ever to surpass 50 
billion combined streams on Spotify. The Toronto Raptor is one of the streaming service's most popular artists, with his 2018 song God's Plan racking up 1.67 billion streams alone. The Chart Data website, which keeps regular tabs on chart movements and streaming figures, has now announced that Drake has surpassed 50 billion combined streams. That includes him being featured credits on Spotify. The site, which tweeted the update on Sunday, notes that Drake is, quote, the first artist in history to hit this milestone. Drake's next album, Certified Lover Boy, is set to be released this year. It has been thought that the record could emerge this month, but so far no announcement has been made. Back in November, the rapper acknowledged that he expects some people will hate on Certified Lover Boy like they did with his 2016 album, Views. Lil Wayne is expected to be among those who will receive a pardon from Donald Trump before he leaves office as U.S. President today. The Guardian reports that the rapper who is facing prison time for a 2019 gun charge will be on the list of presidential pardons. Back in December, Wayne pled guilty to a federal firearms charge relating to a December 2019 incident in which he was arrested for illegal possession of a handgun during a flight in his private jet from California to Florida, something we covered here on Music News You Can Use. He is set to appear in court on January 28th, facing a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. Meanwhile, Lil Wayne recently released a new version of Green and Yellow, the rapper's tribute to his beloved American football team, the Green Bay Packers. You should see me in the And finally, Billie Eilish has announced that her long-awaited collaboration with Rosalia is coming this week. Rosalia first discussed the joint track in March of 2019, saying that she couldn't wait to finish it. Last April, the Spanish singer-songwriter revealed that she and Eilish had been working on the song during lockdown and said that its completion was, quote, getting closer. Taking to Instagram yesterday, Eilish revealed that the single titled Lo vas a olvidar, translated to You Will Forget, will arrive tomorrow as well as its official video. In an Instagram post, Rosalia also teased that the track will feature on an upcoming episode of HBO's Euphoria. Billie Eilish is currently working on the follow-up to her debut album, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?, which came out in March of 2019. That's music news you can use for January 20th, 2021. I'm Dave Wheeler. Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Wayne, Tyler Carr. Wheeler in the morning. Tyler Carr is back in the saddle tomorrow. He's on his way back from his hometown of Swan River, Manitoba. What's the furthest north you've been in Manitoba? Brandon. That's west. Yeah. (laughs) Birds Hill, maybe? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Well. You've never been up to Gimli? I've been to Gimli, yeah. Okay, that's north. That's north. I don't know what you're doing asking me how to decipher between north, west, east, south. Because you were born and raised in this province. I I know, but I'm not good at that. It's like when somebody gives me directions, they're like, oh yeah, so you just want to head southeast, uh, westbound on this. And I'm like, huh? Oh boy. It's bad. I need to learn. I do need to learn. I yeah, do. I uh, no, I've, I've been to Gimli and stuff. Uh, what about like, like Thompson? No, never been there. Dauphin? No. Churchill? 
No. Hmm. I've always wanted to go to Churchill. I was supposed to go a couple of years ago to go kayaking with belugas. Ooh. Um, I didn't know belugas could kayak. That's impressive. It is. You should see. They're very fast at it. I can imagine. Um, Where do they put their legs? But then they ended up having, uh, they, they had a new whale law passed. So there was like people up in Churchill that were getting fined like $2,500 when they were kayaking and a beluga came up to their... I'm like, you can't control where the belugas want to go. Oh, I thought the belugas were getting fined. No, either they couldn't pay that. They also couldn't hold a paddle, but apparently they're kayaking. Have you ever seen uh, belugas and how they look like mermaids? No. Google it right now. Belugas, mermaids. Baby beluga in the deep blue sea. Beluga mermaids. This better be worth it, Jasmine Lane. Oh, interesting. Isn't it incredible? Yeah, it's kind of neat. It is very neat. Mm-hmm. Do it right now if you can. Belugas, they look like mermaids. If you just Google image beluga mermaids, it's kind of fun. I fed a beluga once, fun fact. Where'd you feed it? I was at, uh, uh, what's, Marineland or whatever? Yep. Everybody loves Marineland. Fun fact, they do not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, furthest north I've been, I'd say, would be Dauphin. And, and keep in mind, it breaks my heart because I was born and raised in a northern community in northern Alberta, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm used to the, the north. And Churchill has eluded me over the past 18 years, especially when the train line went down there. I was like, oh, man, that's, uh, that's even less of a chance of me getting up there soon. But I would like to get up there at some point. A buddy of mine runs a polar bear exhibition up there. Oh, cool. Yeah, Frontiers North Adventures. Yeah, I have a, I have a friend that uh, works up there a lot. He's actually doing the ice road up there right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we've had plans for years. Like, oh, we're going to go. We're going to get a couple of us together. Mm. Um, I also happen to have some friends that work at the airline that goes up there. And so they are allowed to have, like, a guest for a super low price so like i've kind of got everything worked out but unfortunately now you can't it's insane to me though how expensive it is to travel up north in yeah. manitoba like mm-hmm. it's crazy how expensive it is well i'll be honest with you uh, for the past year we haven't been able to travel but yeah. uh, if you were tuned into the show right from the get-go we played you a clip from dr brent Roos and manitoba's top doc from his press conference yesterday and uh it's got some people fired up We've got some people texting on the text line, the Jim Gauthier text line. We've had some people leaving some voicemails. We're going to get to all of that coming up after 7 o'clock here. If you haven't heard it yet, I'm going to play it now. That way we can get right into the phone calls at 7 o'clock. We're going to do the loud line live. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be live. We're going to take your calls after 7 o'clock at 204-452-1061. But just so you're in the loop and you know what we're talking about, I am going to run this clip for you in its entirety because I think it's important to have context and to make sure uh, that you know that we haven't edited this whatsoever for time or anything. So here it is. Here's the clip. I'm going to play the clip. It's about two and a half minutes. You need to hear the whole thing. And I want you to listen very attentively. And then we're going to take your phone calls after 7 o'clock. And we're going to have an open discussion about it. Because I'm going to say the same thing I said before. I want somebody to explain this to me. Explain this to me why this is acceptable. Explain to me why this is okay after the rest of us have lost business. The rest of us have been locked in. The rest of, uh, of us have been shut down. And tell me why this is okay. Our next set of questions comes from Joe at Global News. The city of Winnipeg has been operating its in-house gyms exclusively for employees during the level red. The city says it got permission to do so from the province. Can you confirm the city was given permission and why? So we weren't given, you know, specific permission. Our public health orders don't apply to any levels of government. So they don't apply to federal, uh, provincial, or municipal governments. 
So, um, uh, you know, so I, I'm aware of uh, health inspectors um, uh, had visited um, some of these gyms and, and found them uh, safe. Um, but the real issue, they weren't given a, a, you know, an exemption outside of the order. The order itself doesn't apply to governments. Second question, so why can't small apartments or condo or family gyms operate following the same guidelines used by the city? Well, this is the same thing about how, how quickly we open things up, right? It, it always uh, comes down to this. So we, uh, uh, we expect governments to be able to regulate, and, uh, and so we're not going to uh, tell governments how they, they function. Um, and so uh, if, uh, uh, you know, they feel that they could have a limited uh, capacity and run these uh, gyms for, uh, you know, for their employees for certain reasons, then we're not regulating that. Uh, when we open it up to the, the public, then it uh, becomes many, many more Manitobans involved in it, many, many more centres. And so it's, uh, again, we're, we're getting back to where we were in October and November. Um, we we uh, constantly hear um, from... Uh, you know, from Manitobans, uh, from from businesses, about how how safe their operation is, and I certainly don't doubt uh, their efforts and the, and the protocols they have. It's just that where were we in October and November? Everyone was doing their best. Everyone was committed, um, but despite that, we saw that dramatic climb in our numbers. And so we're doing this cautiously. Um, this here is a you know a specific situation, but um, we, we our orders right from the very first public health order we've uh, we wrote uh, does not apply to governments. Taking your phone calls after seven o'clock at two zero four four five two one zero six one. Energy one zero six on a Wednesday morning. You're also messed up this week. Me too. Some periods of light snow. A little bit of rain is expected today. However, it is getting up to a high of plus two. It's very nice. We're sitting at minus seven right now. As I've said before, in this pandemic, all we have is yesterday, tomorrow, and today. That's it. So it's hard to keep track of days. You know what I mean? Like when you're locked in. Anyone yeah. who's retired or anyone who's on a long-term vacation, they're like, what day is it today? That's like my sister. She's been working from home for like almost seven months now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, nutty. We've been in this pandemic for almost a year now, and we've had a number of log. We've been locked down for over over half the year. There's no doubt about that. And we, everyone, for the most part, has been adhering to public health orders. We've had a few uh, stragglers here and there, but for the most part, everyone's been adhering, and we just haven't seen a, a drop in numbers. And so finally, everyone's like, well, what's going on here? What's going on? And then the press conference yesterday, Dr. Brent Rusin, the head of... Uh, Friday's big announcement on whether or not things are going to open back up. Sounds like retail is going to open back up. Yep. Gyms are still shut down. Restaurants are still shut down. Salons are opening back up as well. Not tattoo parlors, though. No, no. Not not an industry that deals with uh, bloodborne pathogens on a daily basis. And, and probably like, one of the probably cleanest. probably cleaner than most hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. The, yeah, and they're not allowed to open, you know, which is super fair. And then we find out from Dr. Brent Rusin yesterday that, uh, oh, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the gyms that the government uses like city-owned gyms yeah they're they're open they've been open the whole time why they've been open well because we don't regulate government i'm sorry what yeah we we are are the orders we wrote never never dictated what government can do they can do whatever they want that was basically which is fascinating i was saying to wheeler off air um 
you know, the people who work for the government are also a part of the everyday public. Yeah, we had Brian Palster, our premier, tell uh-huh. us, pound his fist on the table saying, we are all in this together. And apparently we're not. Apparently it's all about class. Apparently it's all about elitism. They leave those uh, They leave those pressers and they're like, oh, that was stressful. I'd got to go to the gym. 204-452-1061 based on Dr. Brent Rusin's uh, press conference yesterday. Keep the language tidy, but go ahead. That is frustrating. That has made me a very angry leprechaun this morning. Mm. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I'm actually looking for somebody to try and explain to me why this is okay, and I haven't found anybody yet. Yeah, so I mean, I have the body of a 12-year-old boy, and I could use some exercise in gym, but that's neither here nor there. I, 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 with gyms opening, fantastic if they would. I am more frustrated in the aspect that it, the way he phrased it, in my eyes or my perspective, is that the city workers or government workers are more able or capable and more allowed to have that uh, ability to have their gyms open to them and more capable to keep it safe and sanitary and follow all those policies and procedures, meanwhile, by their wording almost as though us as the general public can't. Yeah, and that's the part that, and thank you for the phone call. Uh, I appreciate that. And then that's one thing that frustrated me. It was basically saying, oh, no, no, we trust our politicians, but we don't trust the general public. Well, it's interesting, too, because Mm -hmm. I I said this when we were talking about it earlier. They, he says in that, that everybody was doing the best that they could. Everybody was following the guidelines, but we still had this high number of cases. Yeah. So maybe it was our government (laughs) officials that were running around. High energy. Yo. Yo. Um, Seriously, like, what the baba booey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Very creative. Very well done. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Baba booey. Baba booey. I like it. Thanks for the call. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm 10 years old and my dad just said, do as I say, not as I do. Totally. 100, and, and 100% right. The, the thing is, it's just like at work. The worker does something wrong, and they're reprimanded. Uh, the, the boss does something against the rules, and the rules change. Mm-hmm. It, it's frustrating. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and you know, I think you and I both know there will be no repercussions whatsoever for our government officials on any of this. No chance. No, no. chance. No. The, the, this uh, this uh, COVID is, uh, is made up of uh, by Walmart, Amazon, and big business to get every little business out. Yeah. And, and it's getting very frustrating. Yeah, so an area where you go to the gym and you can wipe down and be clean and sanitizer everywhere, not okay. But going into Walmart and going elbow to elbow with everybody in aisle four to go get you know essential items, totally okay. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're we're uh, we're in a prison. We're in jail. This is, <laughs> it's not getting any better. Yeah. I hope by Friday it will, but uh, I don't even know. Yeah, from your lips to God's ears, I hope you're right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> oh. Another call, another call, 204-452-1061. A quick story for you. Um, I I can tell you stories about lots of my friends who have uh, sent me messages over the last 24 hours since uh, this uh, press conference from Dr. Rusin. One of them in particular who uh, owned a small fitness studio. It wasn't a workout gym, but it was a fitness studio. Uh, Had to close uh, because her her husband, unfortunately, fell to addiction. Uh, She became a, a single mother. And uh, is now uh, scrubbing toilets uh, for her friends, trying to put food on her table for her kids because she was not allowed to open her small fitness studio. There's that. There's my situation where I was uh, sitting at home uh, running Safety Net Studio with my wife, uh, having people come in and uh, uh, record their podcast and have it edited. Had to shut that down 
were, was not allowed to have anybody into our studio to do that. And in turn, lost enough revenue that my wife and I had to sell our house. It was your dream home. Had to sell our dream home because we were not allowed to bring in a revenue where there was somebody in a room by themselves and I was in another room producing them. That was not okay, but government officials can go work out and get all that frustration out. And that's okay because we trust them because we trust those government officials. That seems fair. 204-452-1061. The Loud Line brought to you by Ski Collision and Glass. Uh, you can call that. Leave a message if you like. Uh, 204-478-8040 is the voicemail if you don't want to call in live. And, of course, you can text the Jim Gauthier text line at 204-452-1061. Good morning, Energy. Good morning. Morning. I'm just calling about your uh, podcast there on this morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm a federal employee. Mm-hmm. And we do not have the gyms open. You do not have the gyms open. Is that all federal? Well, I can't speak for all. All I can speak for is for the uh, the uh, prisons. Oh, okay. All right. So now, as a technically a government employee, uh, how do you feel about what you heard from Dr. Brent Risen yesterday? I find it uh, very annoying. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, like, it's the same as everybody's saying, you know, what's good for the goose is for the gander. You, you have these government officials, uh, provincial government officials who are making the rules, and, you know, they don't have to, there's no accountability. Yeah. I think, I think that's the part that, that, that is most bothersome is that there's zero accountability. Zero exactly. accountability. And, and, and then they will not have to answer for this at all. Exactly. Yeah. If I was to do that, oh, man, suspensions, fines, you mm-hmm. name it, and it's unfair. Oh, yeah. Well, don't forget. And thank you for the phone call. Don't forget. They were the ones pointing the finger at us saying, this is your fault. This is your fault. You guys didn't adhere to the rules. This is your fault. This is why we're locking you down longer. Because you didn't follow the rules. You were the ones going out there doing all the things we told you not to. This is your fault. So this is why we're grounding you again. So you stay in your room and you think about what you've done. One more phone call here. Hi, go ahead. Good morning. On the radio right now? Yeah, go ahead. You are on the radio. Oh, yes. oh really? Okay, well, I'm a provincial employee. Hello. Uh, we do not have gyms. We're not attending gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, solely on the city employees, the paramedics, firefighters, and police officers. And, and, I think, and I think I'm okay to give a pass to firefighters and, and, and police officers. That's something where you need uh, physical prowess. And so uh, gyms for them, I, 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 can, I can see that one making sense. But yes, go continue. Sorry. What about other provincial employees and other employees in the health sector who can't go to the gym that are essential employees that need physical fitness for their employment? Well, and I think that, that that could stretch out to uh, the public sector as well. There are a lot of jobs where you need to carry over 70 pounds in a warehouse, and why aren't I those agree. people allowed to work out? I agree with you 100%. So yeah. this solely falls on our premier, yeah. and I would expect our leader of our opposition, Mr. Wab Canoe, to challenge on this. Mm-hmm. And the comments by Dr. Brett Roosling yesterday were ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And uh, I, I kind of feel like that old uh, that old movie uh, broadcast where I want you to get angry. I want you to go to your window. But the other part of it, too, is if you get angry, then all of a sudden you've got a group of angry people, and all of a sudden they want to go down, they want accountability, and then they gather in groups, and the government goes, ah, see, you gathered in a group, and this is what they want. Our numbers are back up. Everyone's got to go back into lockdown. Well, think of even when there was people protesting about the Jets being allowed to play again, and, like, what do you mean the Jets can play? These multimillionaires can play, but my business is closing. I've or, lost my house. Or my kid can't go play. Uh, totally, yeah. Or um, you're going to fine me for playing in an outdoor rink? Yeah. Uh, but uh, but there was a, there was 45 tickets issued, I believe, at those protests total that were like $1,200 each. 
So people are protesting, saying, hey, this is wrong. This isn't fair. This doesn't make sense. There's not a, there's no justification behind it because it's so unfair. Mm-hmm. And you are picking and choosing mm-hmm. the elite from anybody else. And honestly, I don't... Uh, Ticketing people as well is literally like punishing the poor. Yeah. Because if you're if you have money and you can afford to pay that ticket, you will do whatever the heck you want to do because it doesn't matter. Right. But when you ticket somebody that doesn't have the money to pay that, that can destroy their lives. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that with these local businesses that are not allowed to be opening, uh, local businesses that are open and maybe have a violation of sorts that maybe they were not aware of or whatever, and they're coming in and getting slapped with a five thousand dollar fine. How are they supposed to recover from that? I still haven't heard from a single person. I've been asking for it for an over an hour and a quarter now, right from the beginning of the show. And I said, I need somebody over the past five months who has called in and chastised me and criticized me and scrutinized me over the things that I've said when, when I've been criticizing these public health orders saying, where's your PhD? And you no, know, you just have to hear the rule. Justify that. Justify what Dr. Brent Rusin said yesterday. I still haven't had a single person call and be able to justify to me why this is okay. But you're more than welcome to do so. 204-452-1061. You can text into the Jim Gauthier text line, the loud line, the voicemail. If you don't want to call in live, 204-478-8040. The loud line brought to you by Ski Collision and Glass. The loud line. Uh, can you do me a flavor? Yep. Uh, because I'm not sitting in my regular spot. I'm sitting in Tyler Carr's spot. Do you want me to pull the calendar? Yeah, I want you to read it today. This is the Tearaway Day calendar from Mama Carr. Tyler Carr's mom up there in Swan River, Manitoba. And uh, she gives her son a, a tearaway a day calendar every year for Christmas, and we use it on this show as content. Go ahead. So we missed uh, the last three days. So we have uh, Monday, January 18th, also Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The stuff you heard about me is a lie. I'm way worse. I read that oh, one. Oh, you yeah. did read it. Got, it. Why didn't you yet? rip it? Because it was still that day. Why didn't you tell me to stop? I didn't know if I had read it or not. I, I trusted your judgment. Tuesday, January 19th. I know right from wrong. Wrong is the fun one. And for today, January 20th. After Tuesday, even the calendar says WTF. <laughs> that is kind of fitting today, actually. That's funny. That's a good one. I might keep this one up. 723. My name is Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane. Tyler Carr returns tomorrow. It's Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. Uh, getting up to a high of plus two today. We might see a little bit of rain, maybe a little bit of snow, especially later on into the evening. We're sitting at minus seven right now. Preach to me, girl. So, oh, I personally, I, uh, I find that I tend to have a little bit more bougie taste in things. There's a lot of things that I will uh, will always spend the extra buck on. Can we like, can we establish bougie again, just for those that don't know? Meaning that I'm broke, but I like to pretend that I have money. Okay. So, like, I will spend more money on cleaning products. Like, I want to get the name brand cleaning products. Right. Or, like, peroxide. I'll get the name brand peroxide. Or the name brand Q-tips. Things like that, okay? But so, my windshield wiper on my, on my driver's side recently started to fall apart. Uh, I just had the factory ones on there. I was, uh, I'm, you know, I'm grateful that I got a new car in the last year. So the factory ones were fine. But with the ice and everything that we have had and the weird temperatures, they just kind of started to peel away. So I decided I'm going to buy a new windshield wiper. But windshield wipers, they can be kind of expensive. Sure. Like, especially if you buy a pair. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to buy an expensive pair. It's a windshield wiper. It can't be that hard. Well, joke's on me because I went and bought a cheaper one that was ice resistant and all this stuff. And so I was using it yesterday when I was driving home from work. Sun's in my eyes and my window's all dirty. So I'm like, okay, well, 
I guess I'll windshield wipe this, test these bad boys out. Absolute disaster. I am amazed that I didn't crash into every single vehicle because it was so streaky and disgusting and there was so much crap. It didn't clean anything away. It just left a blob of water. It was so bad. And the sun's in my eyes. So it made me think of things that, you know, like we should splurge on. Is it, is it, is it possible? And I'm just throwing this out as, a, as an idea. Is it possible that the windshield wiper, after being installed on your vehicle, looked at the rest of the car and says, well, she's not going to brush it off. I'm not going to either. <laughs> is that possible? That is a possibility. You know, I won't. Uh, I will saying. not confirm or deny. Just saying. But anyway. Got sports feed coming up here momentarily. Got the news feed. We'll let you know how the Jets did last night. Music news you can use coming up after 730 this morning. And we'll get into an edition of Wait What? Coming up before we hit 8 o'clock. Hang on. All the hits with Wheeler in the morning. The best music on Energy 106. Energy 106. Tyler Carr is away. He is going to be back tomorrow. He is heading back from... Uh, the funeral for his grandfather, and so we wish him the best, and we wish him a safe drive back from Swan River, Manitoba, his hometown. Jasmine Lane is here, though. It's Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Some chance uh, chances of light snow, a little bit of rain today. A lot warmer, though, than what we've been experiencing for this whole week, pretty much. Plus two is the high today. Right now, we're sitting at minus seven. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, What? So, I mean, this is obviously just a really big driving mother faux pas, but uh, there was a mother who parked her car, in a, or it's an SUV, at a grocery store. She just had to run in really quick to get something fast, okay? So she left the vehicle idling in front of the store, left the keys in, quickly hopped out, just gonna, oh, I just need to go grab some rice for dinner tonight, whatever. So this guy sees this car empty, keys in the ignition. I'm gonna steal a vehicle today. He thinks to himself, so he hops in the car, quickly drives away, makes a getaway for it, looks in the rearview mirror and sees a child in the back seat, a very young child, four-year-old. So he then says, poof, I'm not opening this can of worms. And he goes and drives the vehicle back to the parking lot in the same spot that he had just pulled out of. But he didn't go very far from that spot because he was very upset about this situation. So when the mother gets back out of the grocery store, hops in her vehicle, and he actually started lecturing her in the parking lot about how she left her four-year-old child alone in the car, how anything could have happened. She left the keys in there, and he actually threatened to call the police on her. So many thoughts running through my head right Mm -hmm. now. One of them is, and, I, and I've always known this, but even when people think, oh, that person's a criminal, criminals have a, a, a morality line, too. Of course. There's a reason why they put uh, major sexual offenders in, uh, in segregation in prison, because they know if they go to gen pop, especially ones that yep. have sexual uh, aggression minors. towards minors, they done. Like, yep. that's it. Like, even, even the most hardened criminals, the most hardened thieves... Have a morality line. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting. I find it very interesting. I find it very interesting that he has, he's driving away, woohoo, got a new vehicle. And then he sees the kid and he's mm. like, nope, 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 nope. And he returns it back. He, he gets out of the car, waits for her to come back yeah. to it. 
and says, listen, <laughs> I just tried to steal your vehicle and your son was in the back seat. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Take your kid with you next time so I can get away scot-free. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, good for him, too, because I agree with him yep. that you shouldn't be leaving your kid in the vehicle. Never. I don't care how fast. No. I Honestly, I don't care how fast of an in and out it's going to be for you. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just don't. Just where, bring him. Where did this happen? Uh, Be- Beaverton. I don't know where that is. Somewhere Some in the U.S. Oregon. I think it's in Oregon. Sure. Google it real quick. Yeah. Curious now where Be- I, I want to know because I want to know what the temperature was. Like, why did she leave the car idling? Beaverton. I think it's in Oregon. There's also a Beaverton, Ontario. Beaverton, USA. There's probably a lot of Beavertons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is in Oregon. Oregon. Beaverton, Oregon. Seven miles west of Portland. Big city. What was the temperature? I thought that's why you wanted to know. Yeah, well, it's west coast. I mean, they're they're sitting at minus one there today, so I don't know. Still, no excuse. No excuse yeah. for leaving your four-year-old in a vehicle. Note to self, don't leave your kids in vehicles. Even bigger note to self, don't leave your vehicle running when you're not in it ever. That's how it gets stolen. Wise words from the Jasmine Lane here on Wheeler in the Morning. Energy 106. I want to wake up now. All right, so we've been a little cranky this morning. A little grump grump. A little cross, as my grandmother <laughs> say. A little grump grump. Uh, regarding Dr. Brent Ruthen's press conference yesterday, we took some phone calls on it about an hour ago. There is an update, Jasmine Lane. There's an update. <sighs> Do you want me to give it right now? Right, go for it. Right now, okay. So there was an email sent out by a spokesperson for the city of Winnipeg that uh, said that basically it is quite wrong that Winnipeg city employees had access to city gyms while others were closed down during the lockdown. So they have since said that all gyms used by city employees will now be closed except for gyms used by first responders. Uh, Not good enough. Too little, too late. All the cliches you want. More importantly, I want the health code that was written by Dr. Brent Rusin and the top docs to include everybody. Yep. Everybody. Yep. Because according to Premier Pallister, we're all in this together. Yep. But according to the health orders, we're not. Politicians are exempt, completely exempt from any of these health orders. We've been chatting about that all morning long. <sighs> 204-478-8040, the loud line, the voicemail. We've got a bunch of those piling up that we'll get to tomorrow morning, but I'm still waiting on anybody, anybody to phone in at 204-452-1061 and explain to me why this is okay if you heard Dr. Brent Rusin's press conference yesterday. If we have some time, we'll sneak in a few more calls before we hit 8 o'clock, but we do have to give away a $20 gift card to Frank's Pizza. Uh, what else have we got here coming up this hour? Jasmine Lane. You got a lot of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. I thought we called the United States of America this morning. and uh, See how they're doing? Oh, yeah. It's the inauguration today. <laughs> yeah, I know. A big day. Big day. Yeah. Hour three of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Here we go. Family gyms operate following the same guidelines used by the city. Well, this is the same thing about how how quickly we open things up. Uh, right? uh, it always uh, uh, comes down to this. Uh, so I'm not going to answer uh, your uh, question uh, because it is be wrong uh, and we got and, caught. Uh, and and so we're not going uh, to uh, uh, tell governments how they, they function. What? Um, and so uh, if uh, uh, you know they feel that they could have a limited uh, 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 they capacity. Feel that they could, these, uh, 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 like a regular business did? Like a regular business is willing to do? Like they were willing to say, hey, we'll do whatever we have to do in order to stay open. And you said, no, close them down, those evildoers. But hey, it's totally cool for government officials and city workers to go do on all the things that we told you not to do because 
We trust them. We don't trust you. You are the problem. The people, the public, the ones that elect these officials. You are the problem. Not the elected officials. We trust them. We are the health organization and we know best. So when we tell you, stay home, don't open up your business, go ahead and suffer, we really mean that this is completely exempt for our politicians. And that's the way it is. Yeah, it kind of sounds that way. Doesn't it kind of sound that way? It does kind of sound that way. Especially this last line right here. Orders right from the very first public health order uh, we wrote uh, does not apply to governments. So when you were sitting down, you were writing this little document. You were like, you know what? Let's make sure we leave the politicians out because politicians won't get COVID. When Brian Palliser said, we're all in this together. Make it very clear that we are all in this together. Except for when I need a haircut and I want to go to the gym and I want to travel. And I want to go to Costa Rica and then uh, uh, somebody wants to go out to uh, Greece to go see an alien grandmother. You can't go see your grandma or grandpa here that's in an old folks home. No, you can't do that. But we're more than happy to let one of our elected officials travel outside the country to the Mediterranean where they were on huge lockdowns, major deaths. That's cool. Totally okay with that. Yeah, yeah. That's how we run things here in Manitoba. You bet you, everybody. I uh, I definitely am concerned about the possible public backlash going on as more and more people hear about this. And while they have now announced that city gyms will be closed, it's a little too late for that. Too late. Um, and also, let's keep in mind that this has been going on throughout the entirety of these lockdown restrictions. We're coming up on, you know, very close to a year of being in lockdown on and off. So uh, it's uh, it kind of feels like a slap in the face. Well, here's what I would like. Here's what I would like. And I don't think I'm being ridiculous when I ask of this, because keep in mind, on all of our every single one of our phones, Jasmine Lane, mm-hmm. there's that option, you know, the whole COVID thing. And I went in for a COVID test. They're like, you need to write down all the names that you've been in contact with over the past two weeks. But since our politicians haven't been held to the same standard, since they haven't, and now they've been called out, now they've been caught. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I want. I want Councillor Jason Schreier, who is the Councillor for Elmwood, East Kildonan. Uh, I want Jeff Brawati, uh, Councillor for North Kildonan. And I want Councillor Debbie Sharma from Old Kildonan. Uh, since Code Red came in, I don't, I'm not asking, I'm demanding that I want a list of everyone that you've been in contact with. Because obviously you haven't been following the same rules as us. And if you're going to keep track of us and contact trace us and lock our phones and, and, and know exactly where we are at all times, out of the, under the guise of safety... Then we need. We now need to know, demand to know who have you been with, where have you been going, have you gone to the gym, have you traveled, who have you gone to see, whose house have you been in. We now need to know that. We have to know that, according to Dr. Brent Rusin. All this contact tracing. This is important information. Yeah. Those are the people in my area. Okay. I'm in the. I'm in North Kildonan. Those are the people in my area. So those are the people that I'm calling on. And I implore you to call maybe your city councilor and say, where have you been? Because these are our elected officials. We're supposed to be keeping an eye on them. They work for us. Sorry if I seem a little frustrated, but I think you can understand why. I think you can understand why when I've seen friends of mine, businesses completely crumble. Yep. Gone. Had to shut their doors. Including myself. Lots of people. Businesses that haven't been able to open under the guise of safety. And then being shamed publicly, publicly shamed for trying to earn a living. 
Meanwhile, our elected officials are totally okay to go get rid of some frustration at the gym. Well, it's almost interesting uh, when you think about how all of them, they'll sit in these meetings and go, oh, we're all in this together. Everything's fine. And of course, everything's fine because for them, the people telling us what to do, their lives aren't changing as much right. as ours. Of course not. They aren't. No. Um, you know, Christmas I've, time. I've heard various rumors, and of course, these are all rumors um, from from the get go of you know different counselors and stuff like that that uh, were l- allowed in to get their hair cut at the place that they went to or whatever it may be. These little kind of backdoor deals that were happening, and I've heard rumors, and I you know I was just kind of like, ah, oh, people will say anything, whatever. But now I'm kind of like. Maybe people were not lying about that. Maybe that has actually been going on this whole time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if it has been going on, that's fine. But I want to be allowed the same thing that you are. We are all human beings and you're a human being. And I don't care what your job is. That Mm -hmm. does not make you better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to put these restrictions on us because it's for our safety, you need to adhere to the exact same things. If we are truly all in this together Mm -hmm. and we are truly an equal, fair society, we need that. It wasn't period. too long. I think it was actually, if memory serves me correctly, it was about a month ago. It was about a month ago. We had a the, tall guy. You're going to have to help me out with his name. Tall guy, uh, gray hair, premier of the province. Uh, was it uh, Pian Ballister? Close. <laughs> I think you're close. I'm pretty, pretty sure I remember him saying, he's sitting there and he's pounding his fist. He said, I'm the bad guy that has to tell you to stay away for Christmas. I'm. I'm you better believe in COVID. COVID believes in you. All right. Are we off now? Are we off? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go lift some weight, guys. All right. You guys want to party later? Let's go for a beer. Let's go for a beer. No one will be the wiser. Take her at my house. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I do think that there are a lot of things that need to be answered for. I will say, though, you know, in this, there's obviously a lot of outrage. And with a lot of outrage at times can be a little bit of misinterpretation, misinformation, who knows. However, the city of Winnipeg has now publicly said that, yes, our gyms should not have been open. That was wrong. We're closing them all. And it's like, well, you could have done that seven months ago. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm very curious to hear who will be addressing this going forward, because honestly, yesterday, yes, we got the little sprinkle on top of we could have some reopenings as of Saturday. However, with what was what, what we learned in that press conference, I think that there needs to be some more answers and some accountability, and I need something better than oh well, that's just the way it is. I need something better than that. There was a, there was a point last night, uh, some point yesterday. Yesterday was a bit of a blur after Doc Brent, Dr. Brent Rusin was up on stage. It was a blur because I was just so frustrated, angry, all the acronyms you can or all of the adjectives you can imagine. That's what I was feeling, and there was a certain point in me where I'm like, that's it, screw it, everyone open. Just- everything's back to normal government and i thought no that's irresponsible too that is irresponsible too because we're not out of this pandemic yet and we still need to follow yeah. uh, rules to a certain extent so we can go back to a, a, yeah. a sense of normal but it's very frustrating when the ones that have been barking at us and pointing the fingers and handing out and we fine, that handing it's different. out fines yeah fining people who can't work fining them sending people four officers to their door yeah. and giving them a fine meanwhile They're completely omitted from any of this. Mm -hmm. Really puts a burr in my saddle. Yeah, I I think a lot of people in the city are feeling the exact same way that you are. I know I am myself. Um, It's it's honestly it's really devastating. That's the best way that I could put it. It's very devastating and it's a huge slap in the face. And I don't really understand it. And I I need I need answers. Um, 
and it's it's BS for lack of better words. It's a just BS. Period. I would I would like to give some credit. I, I'm pretty sure it's Joe Scarpelli from Global who was the one that had his question uh, given to Dr. Brent Euston yesterday. The guy reading the questions was like, and Joe yeah. from Global. So I'm pretty sure it's Joe Scarpelli. I'm gonna make a special point of saying, good for you. For thank, thank you, somebody finally for giving a real question, and not just a softball. Like, what are the current numbers? Mm-hmm. How? What are the current numbers? What are the current numbers? Thank you for a real question and one that we actually got an answer that everyone needed to know about. And now people are very upset because you're kind of seeing more of the truth, I guess, of what's happening here. Four five two one zero six one. Go ahead. Um, I just want to encourage a lot of people to start calling their MLA. You know what? St. James here, a brick house has been closed for a long time. He's followed every rule here, and he's probably suffering. And these guys are allowed to use their gym uh, when they want. You know. That's, that's very, very infuriating. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm with you, man, 100%. I'm standing right next call, to you, social distancing with you. Call him, ask him if he's been at that gym or if he knows of anybody. That's, you know, that's just dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. I agree with you, man, 100%. I feel your pain, 100%. You can call our loud line. We're going to play those calls tomorrow morning, 204-478-8040. Get it up. Call. And because because we need to get it, we need to get over this anger and this frustration, so we can go back to making sure we get through this together. Mm-hmm. And really, in the grand scheme of things, really now believe that we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phone lines are uh, lighting up here. We don't have time. I hope we have time by the end of the hour. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to give away a twenty dollars gift card. Remember we hey, played Jeopardy that's yesterday? Fun. 20, yeah, but, and we, I did, I did good. You did good. <laughs> We're going to play again. We'll play I'm Jasmine that again. Lane, and I did good. She did good. She's gold <laughs> star for Jasmine Lane. We'll play that coming up here. $20 to Frank's Pizza coming up next. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Tyler Carr returns tomorrow. He's in Swan River, Manitoba, saying goodbye to his uh, grandfather, who we unfortunately lost here recently. So we send all of our, our good wishes and all of our positive energy out to Swan River, Manitoba, to Mama Carr and Papa Carr and Tyler Carr. And what's his sister's name? Uh, Shaylin. She's a hottie. Yes. She is. She's very yeah. she's very, very pretty. Yeah. She's a hotter version. I of wanted Tyler. to actually say too, I know that this might why, uh, why are you cutting me off? Because I, it's important. Um I, I know that this might exclude some people, but Tyler had made a, a call to action on his Instagram page last week of people to send videos to his grandma, just, you know, wishing them Blessings. Yeah, wishing blessings. She loves the word blessings and uh, he actually sent me a video last night of his grandma watching watching this video and there was people literally from all over the country that ended up sending Sending little videos of them, just Incredible. giving her lots of love, and uh, she she was just replaying the video over and over again. It meant so much to her. Aww. So to everybody that has reached out to uh, Tyler's family, they uh, they may not be responding right away. It's obviously a very tough time, but they do really appreciate all of your support. Uh, Tyler's sister's so hot. <laughs> oh my god, Wheeler! What? <laughs> Stop! I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> let's give away a twenty dollars gift card to Frank's Pizza. Two zero four four five two one zero six one two zero four four five. Two one zero six one twenty dollars gift card to Frank's Pizza. Upgrade the homemade with Frank's Pizza. Three locations: Kirkfield, Westwood, and Club Three D. Uh, North Main, Riverbend, and Selkirk. The original location. What's your name on the phone? Danielle. What is it? Danielle. Danielle. Okay, Danielle. Here's the deal. We're gonna play the same game we played yesterday, which is a little bit of Jeopardy. Of course, we got Ken Jennings as the possible new host of Jeopardy. So I'm gonna give Jasmine Lane an entire sleeve, an entire category of Jeopardy questions. $100, $200, $300, $400, $500, if possible $1,500 for Jasmine Lane to win. Not real money, obviously. Uh, do you think Jasmine Lane will make at least $700 or less than $700? The category, by the way, is Marvel characters. Oh. 
Okay, so you're going to go with lower than $700. That's probably right. a good call. Okay, so Jasmine Lane. Are you going to read the descriptions of them? Well, just like Jeopardy, you have to answer with who is. So I'm going to give you their regular human name. You have to give me their superhero name. Like, not the actor's name, like the character's name. Okay. Okay, so you have $100, $200, $300, $400, $500. Pick which square you like. I'll, d- I'll start with 100 Okay, for $100 under the Marvel category. Tony Stark. Jasmine, who is Iron Man? Iron Man is correct, Jasmine Lane. You are up $100. Uh, let's go $300. $300. King T'Challa. Jasmine, who is Black Panther? Black Panther is correct. You're at $400, <laughs> Jasmine Lane. You're at $400, Jasmine Lane. Oh, my. Okay, I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would. Uh, okay, I'll do 200 200 Natasha Romanoff. Oh, crap. See, I spoke too soon. Natasha uh, Romanoff. Jasmine, who is Black Widow? Black Widow is correct, Jasmine that was a Lane. Guess. I didn't know that. I've never, I'm not familiar. You were up to $600. You were up to $600 right now. Wow. Now we, you have the $400 and $500 questions left, and they are hard. Okay, I'll go with $500. For $500, Steve Rogers. <laughs> Can I pass? Yeah. I pass. I have no idea. Okay. Who is that? Captain America. <laughs> and finally, the $400 question on the board. Clint Barton. Clint Barton. Feel free to play along at home. Jasmine, who is the Hulk? That is incorrect. No! That is incorrect. We were looking for Hawkeye. Well, come on. And that drops you down to $200, which means Danielle is a winner. <laughs> Danielle, you won $20 on Frank's Pizza. Yay. I did a I did a lot better than I thought I would though. That's pretty good. Easy ones were good. Yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah, easy ones are often quite easy. So you know, that's it's going to get harder tomorrow because you got to compete against Tyler Carr. (gasps) Oh no! Please don't pick superheroes or anything. No, no, no. We did superheroes today. We got that out of the way. Sports. (laughs) Twenty. Twenty dollars for you, Danielle. Hang on the line. We'll grab your vitals from you off the air. Eight twenty-five. Now it's Wheeler in the morning. Energy 106. This is the Newsfeed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Tiger King is done. I'm going to give you all the details on that after this. First, though, Starbucks has just launched their new Valentine's Day themed reusable cups. They're actually pretty cute. There's actually they're one of them. Okay, so it's a purple cup. It's a grande sized cup that has Ariana a kiss. sized. It's Ariana sized, and uh, it has a kiss on it that changes colors depending on whether or not it's a hot or cold beverage. That's cute. You can buy them already from uh, various Starbucks locations. Lady Gaga fans, what am I saying? Ladies, get excited! <laughs> Lady Gaga, get excited! <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't know. Red because Tyler's and, not here, and you're trying I'm to like, oh, yeah, you're trying to compensate rain on me. I um, Soon on me. Ladies, get excited. Miley Cyrus just confirmed that she finds women much more attractive than men. And I Rain mean, on me, tsunami. <laughs> Look at us. I mean, can you really blame her? Just saying. After all the heat against Hilaria Baldwin and her faking her Spanish heritage and an accent and forgetting how to say English words, even though it's her first language and she was born in Boston and only visited Spain as a child. Hmm. Alec Baldwin has now quit Twitter after all of the backlash. And under a federal court order on January 15th, all of the cubs and mothers at the Tiger King Exotic Animal Park 
Uh, they were ruled to be turned into the government. Apparently, Jeff Lowe and his wife, Lauren, who were on the Tiger King docuseries, they have really not been taking care of the animals since they inherited the park from Joe Exotic. Uh, initially, Jeff Lowe was actually ignoring a lot of the requests to turn in the animals, but after months of not being able to afford to feed them the way that they deserve or take care of them the way that they deserve, he finally gave up, and now no more tigers. In a spot of good news, I was reading yesterday... That they're all going to Carol Baskin's park. No, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> no. they are. Uh, well, being it's Donald Trump's last day in office, he's just handing out pardons. Like, they're expecting up to 100 yeah. pardons. I mentioned in Music News that Lil Wayne's get, getting a pardon from Donald Trump. Joe Exotic's team has ordered a limo to pull up at the front doors of the prison because they're expecting Joe Exotic to be on that list of pardons, official pardons. Yes, yeah, from I the heard president. about that, too. You think it's going to happen? No. Ha- really? I don't. I so. hope so. I, I want. Know. I want another TV show. I just don't think. I don't think that President Trump cares enough about Joe Exotic's case. I think he does because he's a fellow reality TV star. We'll see. Josh Morrissey, assistant captain for the Winnipeg Jets, scored with one seventeen left to play to tie the game, and then in overtime, Nick Ehler scored as the Winnipeg Jets rallied from a two-goal deficit, not once but twice in last night's game, four-three win over the Ottawa Senators. Ehlers scored moments after Winnipeg goalie Laurent Brassois made a nice stop in the extra oh, period. He's so good looking. Laurent Brassois? Oh. Really? Yeah. Eh? Oh. I was low key choked when I learned that he had a, He was the one where I'm like, this is my shot. This is my shot. I'm going to follow him on Instagram. He's going to be like, oh, she's not bad looking, and we're going to fall in love. No, didn't happen. He has a girlfriend who's way prettier than me. I'm so screwed. <laughs> you should have just went through your, uh, your cousin. I know. Patrick Lyon. Say, Patrick, hook me up with the. Uh, I don't want to do that. You don't you want know? a goalie, by the way. You don't want to. Yeah, I hear they're goalies weird. Goalies are weird. They're strange human beings. Yeah. Good, good human beings, but odd. You know what? I could handle a little odd to be able to wake up next to that every day. <laughs> Sidney Crosby scored a 111 into overtime. The E lifted the Penguins to a victory over the Capitals for the second straight game, 5 4 final in the OV versus Crosby saga. Jersey beat the Rangers. Florida edged Chicago in overtime. Wings got past the Jackets in overtime. Nathan McKinnon. Got his 500th career point. That was quick. Like, that's that's quick. Nathan McKinnon, I feel like he just got into the league. Colorado win over the Kings. Kansas City Chief quarterback Patrick Mahomes, if you watched the game against Cleveland when he went awkwardly into the turf and had a concussion and had wobbly legs and didn't know where he was, and everyone's like, oh, that's a concussion. That's 100% a concussion. Apparently, he's cleared some big steps because he's got a conference final game coming up this Sunday. But he remains in NFL's concussion protocol. Very curious to see if Patty Mahomes takes the field on Sunday or not. Tiger Woods revealed yesterday that he recently underwent surgery on his back, again, to relieve pain from a pinched nerve, again, and will miss at least two months on the PGA Tour. But he hopes to be back for the Masters in April. And finally, ahead of his rematch Saturday night against Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, the notorious, is facing a multi-million dollar lawsuit for alleged personal injury. A woman and her mother have made Conor McGregor the defendant. No charges have been brought against McGregor, and he denies any wrongdoing. Of course, this took place back in 2018. Not exactly great timing just before he goes into UFC 247 Saturday night. That's sports. I'm Dave Wheeler. This is your new morning show. Wheeler in the morning. Everyone is involved in this one. Everybody. Yesterday, Dr. Brent Rusin up on the podium facing the media. Their phones weren't working, so the press couldn't have uh, couldn't answer their questions directly. So Joe Scarpelli from Global News. I'm assuming it's Joe Scarpelli because the guy reading this just says Joe. But if you haven't heard it yet, have a listen to this. Our next set of questions comes from Joe at Global News. 
The city of Winnipeg has been operating its in-house gyms exclusively for employees during the level red. The city says it got permission to do so from the province. Can you confirm the city was given permission and why? So we weren't given, you know, specific permission. Our public health orders don't apply to any levels of government. I want to stop that right there. So the question is being asked, saying, hey, um, the city's saying that they got permission from you to open up their gyms for municipal employees. And Bruce turns around and goes, no, 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 that's not true. So they lied about that. The city lied about the fact that they got permission from the province because this is why. So they don't apply to federal, uh, provincial, or municipal governments. So when they wrote the order, when... Brent Rusin and the top docs in Manitoba wrote the order. They left out. They literally made an intent of, oh, okay, so this is what we want everybody except for us to have to do because right. this is going to really suck and we don't want to do this. Right. So if you're a government official, you are omitted from any of these uh, rules that we're bringing in, including stay home orders, quarantine orders, testing orders, mm-hmm. visiting orders, working out orders, moving freely orders, traveling orders, all of it. So, um, uh, you know, so I, I'm aware of uh, health inspectors um, uh, had visited um, some of these gyms and, and found them uh, safe. Um, but the real issue, they weren't given a, a you know, a, an exemption outside of the order. The order itself doesn't apply to governments. Why? Why not, Dr. Brent Rusin? Why, why, why isn't it? Because I remember our premier, Brian Pallister, pounding his fist saying, we've been pounding it hard right from the start. We're all in this together. Wasn't that, the, uh, wasn't that the big thing? It's like, hey, we're in this together. It's every single one of us. We have to do it together. COVID believes in you. Well, apparently, a lot of our elected officials didn't believe in COVID. Mm. And according to Brian Pallister, they're idiots. Because I remember Brian Pallister said that. He goes, if you don't believe in COVID, you are an idiot. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Second question. So why can't small apartments or condo or family gyms operate following the same guidelines used by the city. Okay, now the, the answer should be, there's no excuse. That should have been his answer. There's no excuse whatsoever for that. But instead, here's what Dr. Brent Rusin says. Here, here, here's where the spin doctrine comes in. Well, this is the same thing about how, how quickly we open things up. Right? It, it always uh, comes down to this. So we, uh, uh, we expect bah, bah, governments bah, 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 bah. to be able to regulate, and, uh, and so we're not going to uh, tell governments how they, they function. Okay. So you're not, everybody is part of the public. Every, yeah. We're all in this together, but no, our elected officials are too smart for that. Everyone else is an idiot. So we have to make sure we keep an eye on them. But our government officials, they don't get COVID because they're smart. They're smart. Um, and so uh, if, uh, uh, you know, they feel that they could have a limited uh, capacity and run these uh, gyms for, uh, you know, for their employees for certain reasons, then we're not regulating that. Uh, when we open it up to the, the public, then it uh, becomes many, many more Manitobans involved in it. So uh, wait a second. That doesn't go with the narrative of we have to shut it all down and no, nobody's exempt from this. And if we open one, then, you know, that, that's a super spreader. You know, all these Walmarts and all of your big chain stores that have been open along. You can't make those an exception been. for one. No, God, no. And, and, and he even goes in here. I, I want you to listen to this part particularly. Many, many more centers. And so it's, uh, again, we're, we're getting back to where we were in October and November. Um, we we uh, constantly hear um, from... Uh, you know, from Manitobans, from humans, uh, from, from businesses, real people, about how how safe their operation is. Very safe. And I certainly don't doubt 
uh, their efforts. Yes, you do. And, and the protocols they have. Obviously, you do. It's just that where were we in October and November? Everyone was doing their best. Everyone was committed. Um, but despite that, we saw that dramatic climb in our numbers. It, it, that is an interesting part, too. So where were we in November? Everybody was committed. Everybody was doing their best. So what are you saying there? That no matter how good we do, we're never getting out of this? Is that what you're implying? What I'm, like, ac- what I'm actually hearing is, is, you know, everyone did their best. But if we're going to point fingers, let's point it at the ones that weren't following the public health orders, the ones that we didn't restrict, the ones that we didn't put these restrictions on. Mm-hmm. So why are we pointing the finger at them? A little more. Here. And so we're doing this cautiously. Um, this here is a you know a specific situation, but um, we, we our orders right from the very first public health order we've uh, we wrote uh, does not apply to governments. How am I supposed to explain to my kid who has is forced? To wear a mask every day when he goes into school and has a hard time breathing and doesn't like it and doesn't understand. How am I supposed to explain to him that that rule is only for him and not for his elected officials who are telling him to wear the mask? Good morning, Energy. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Okay, Uh, you know what? You know what? We went through this already. We said we're going to be taking live phone calls. No No swearing. swearing. Crying out loud. Go ahead. So... Um, I actually spent some time on the city's emergency management uh, and coordination committee, so I can I can tell you how this actually went down. Please. Uh, so when when the code red orders came out, the city said we have gyms. Gyms are closed. We should close them. So we closed them. Then we went. Well, we need them for fire and paramedic. We mm-hmm. need them for police. Let's ask the province. The province said, "Yep, yeah, go ahead. Do it safe. Do it according to public health orders." So we did. And the really important part is that the public health orders don't, don't blanket apply to the organizations that are province, municipality, and federal. All the employees still have to do all the same stuff. I've been working from home for over a year-ish um, as a city employee. So it's, all those rules still apply to the people. The organizations, because of how they derive their power, are different. Okay. I'll ask you this since, since I have your ear. I agree with you when it comes to police and first responders and firefighters. Totally get it. But how is that not extended to those that work heavy labor? People that have to carry 70 pounds on a regular basis. People that need their physical prowess in order to complete their job. Because keep in mind, we have a lot of unions in town. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people still working. You know what I mean? So why are they exempt? So this whole time, the, the city looked at the gyms and went, well, no one really uses them. If we keep them open... And now keep in mind, all city facilities were basically vacated in March. They went down to maybe 5 or 10, 10% capacity. So the gyms were kept open. Um, there's only a couple, transit, fire and paramedic, uh, and police, and then the one at City Hall, and there's maybe one or two others spread around. The, the non-critical services gyms see almost no use on a daily basis. They were kept open primarily for the mental health of the emergency services workers that were still working in those facilities. What about the mental health for everybody else? What about that, that person that just needs to go to the gym and, and to get out some frustration? What about them when it comes to mental health? You're absolutely right. Like, the, the, this is not an equal... This is definitely a problematic situation. Um, the part about it that bothers me is that we're only getting kind of half the story told about the city. I mean, the mo- the fairest thing that the city should have done is close the gyms for non-critical services mm-hmm. workers. Yep. Full stop. Yep. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, they were chosen to keep open because that was a choice the city had. Um, 
and yeah, like uh, individuals that use exercise to combat symptoms from multiple sclerosis, exercise that use individuals to maintain fitness for their work. This is not fair to those people. Um, I completely agree. Uh, the city kept theirs open because they could and because, for example, the only people on site were two guys manning the security desk all day, just the two of them. When Dr. When Dr. Brent Rusin says things like, when we wrote the orders, we didn't write in any, uh, any government officials at all. How do you think the optics look on that? Terrible. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, <laughs> so... Basically, municipalities only exist as a arm's length department of the province. Mm-hmm. So the the reason municipalities are exempt is because the province is exempt. Right. So it's not like municipalities chose to be exempt; they were exempt because the province chose not to apply it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so here's a fun fact: the province didn't have the technical capacity to send people to work from home because of some very unique choices made by individuals about how to do that. So they had very full office buildings for quite some time. Wow. I appreciate yeah, your call, man. I really appreciate it. I, I appreciate you, you shedding some light on this and, and, and giving some levity to it because I, I, I think I speak for a good majority of uh, Manitobans where I say this is unacceptable, period. It's, it's frustrating as all heck. Yeah. Um, and the city definitely could have made a better choice. Uh, but I think a really important point there, though, is the city was operating under the best information they had. Uh, the individuals making the calls felt like this was the right call based on the response we got from the province because we asked them, should we close our gyms? They said, nope, keep them open. It's fine as long as you're following the rest of the public health orders. Okay, so for the people that uh, that have opened up businesses or gone down to protest and that have been fined, do we turn around and, uh, and hold them accountable? Like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't understand aside from them saying, sorry, you're right, we should have done something better. It, where does the accountability lie? Like, like, like what, what, what do they have to pay now when we're out of pocket and, and we can't put food on our tables because we're being fined? You know, I, it's just, it, you're right, man. You're 100% right. It is very, very, very frustrating, and I do appreciate your phone call. Thank you very, very much for, uh, for phoning in and, uh, and, and, and telling us that. Uh, 204-452-1061 is the number to call. You can text in as well to the Jim Gauthier text line, that same number, 204-452-1061, or the loud line, our voicemail, which you can call in anonymously, anonymously if you like, 204-478-8040. I think we've covered it for the day. One more phone call here. One, one, one more. No swearing. Go ahead. Morning, Wales. Hello. Tim Hickey calls. Hey, Tim. Good to hear from you, man. Right on, man. My take on this whole thing, and it's, uh, I, have a, I have a very dark conspiracy theory. Oh, boy. Okay? Careful now. There you go. Okay, anyway, uh, the government actually doesn't expect us to abide by the guidelines, they would rather us fail, and this way they send out, send out the people at risk and whatever. So if we want to hold, hold the government accountable, follow the guidelines, and then who's to blame? Well, yeah. I think I, I think that's kind of where we're at now, Tim. I'll be honest with you, because, you know, like I, Dr. Brent Rusin even said back in October, November, when everyone was doing their best, we still saw numbers go up. Well, now we kind of know the ones that weren't adhering and didn't have to adhere to, to the rules. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I, I get it, man. I, I appreciate the call. And you're not alone with uh, with some of those conspiracy theories. I've seen a lot of them going around. But as angry as I am, you're not going to see me going out there and. You know, telling everyone, I did it, it's over. No, no, we're, 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 we still have to take some caution here, but I, I do think some, uh, some bells have to be answered for sure. Yep. 
<laughs> I just, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I truly am in complete agreement with you. I think that it's very important that uh, we get some sort of a statement mm. in the near future. Whether or not that will happen, who knows? I'm sure people are just rolling over right now. Um, over what was said and what people learned and the outrage that it's causing. And it really doesn't make any sense at all. It really doesn't make any sense. You've been listening to the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Listen weekdays from 6 to 10 on Energy 106.